Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Top Gun Maverick is the sequel to the 1986 blockbuster starring Tom Cruise. Top Gun, more than even risky business, is the film that propelled him to stardom. And after seeing this movie, audiences will surely regret that it has taken 36 years before the release of a sequel. In many ways, Top Gun encapsulated the 80s. It also provided a significant boost for U.S. Navy recruitment. The soundtrack featured some of the hottest artists and remains one of the best-selling of all time. And yet, after having seen Top Gun Maverick, I'm glad there was so much time between films. A sequel released in, say, 1988 or 89 would have been a much different movie. Top Gun Maverick finds Pete Mitchell still in the Navy. He is a seasoned officer, a test pilot for a high-altitude hypersonic craft. But he didn't have the career one might have expected. True to his call sign, Maverick never learned to conform to certain military norms. While he remains one of the most skilled naval aviators in service, his individualism and unorthodox nature have thwarted his ascension to flag rank. It is only his friendship with Iceman, now Fleet Admiral, that has prevented him from being bounced out of the Navy. And Maverick still carries the sting of losing his radar intercept officer and best friend, Goose, in a tragic accident. Following a mishap during the test flight of the suborbital hypersonic plane, Maverick is transferred back to Top Gun for a special mission. He is assigned to train a group of young, hotshot pilots for a dangerous mission behind the lines of a rogue state. One of those pilots is Goose's son. While at Top Gun, Maverick has a chance run-in with an old fling, Penny Benjamin. Benjamin is the daughter of an admiral, and their relationship caused trouble for him earlier in his career. Can Maverick successfully train the young hotshots for a mission in which not all are expected to safely return? Can he protect Goose's son without causing the young man to resent him? And will he take a second chance with Penny Benjamin to bring love to his solitary existence? Despite its appearance as an action movie, Top Gun Maverick has more going for it. The time between films allows for the lead to have developed, given his age and experience. And the audience benefits from being able to compare and contrast young Maverick with this older, more mature version. One of the more interesting elements to that characterization is that older Pete Mitchell, if not wiser, is more self-aware. In some fundamental ways, he hasn't changed, but he understands his shortcomings and has compensated for many of them. The screenplay by Aaron Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, and Christopher McQuarrie further develops the character and offers Maverick a chance for redemption in a way Top Gun couldn't. Tom Cruise is a wonderful actor who offers up a nuanced performance. Jennifer Connelly is a nice addition to the cast. Connelly's character is legacy by benefit of having been mentioned in the original. The fact that she has history with Maverick is vital to the story. And although her character is there only to support the male lead, Connelly is an outstanding actress who shines with what the writers give her. Miles Teller plays Goose's son, Bradley, call sign Rooster. Teller has impressed me with his most recent performances, and he too stands out in what could have been a two-dimensional role. Top Gun Maverick also stars John Hamm, Ed Harris, Charles Parnell, Monica Barbaro, Glenn Powell, Lewis Pullman, Jay Ellis, Danny Ramirez, Greg Tarzan Davis, 
and Bashir Salahuddin. Val Kilmer appears in a brief cameo. While few films can boast the robust soundtrack of the original, Top Gun Maverick won't disappoint you. Some of the original music is recycled, and Lady Gaga and One Republic have cuts. And once stuff starts exploding, you're not going to be paying attention to the score anyway. I really enjoyed this movie. It lost some credibility towards the end, but if you're going to see Top Gun Maverick, you're probably not looking for realism. And this film hits all the marks for nostalgia, as well as action and romance. It's a brisk two hours and 11 minutes, and is rated PG-13 for sequences of intense action and some strong language. As with the original, it's not a movie for kids. There isn't any nudity, but it deals with mostly mature themes, and I think children would be bored by most of it. Bottom line is, if you like Top Gun, you'll love Top Gun Maverick. Two and a half stars out of four. Ulysses Campbell for Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum airs from 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia.